You know, my new microphone here, my new board, uh, my other board, when I turn the pot up, it automatically turned the microphone on. This one, I have to hit a switch, and I keep forgetting. Uh, you said this weird story. This is, this is in Jefferson City. Did you hear this? Or uh -uh. Af Jefferson County. Okay. Um, Rock, uh, 3900 block of Richmond Court. It's an apartment building. Okay. A A... Bunch of boulders rolled down a hill and smashed into this apartment building. What? Bunch of boulders, large rocks, partial landslide, a landslide. There was I a, know what there was a, a boulder is. There Brad. was a cliff next to this apartment complex in Jefferson County, and the cliff collapsed, and a bunch of these boulders went down the the the, the hill and smashed into a, an apartment building. One of them went right through. The, uh, you can see where there's a hole in the wall where there used to be like, uh, I guess like, uh, you know, sliding glass windows right through the side of the building. Bizarre. I wonder if insurance would cover that. Isn't that an act of God? Uh, Jefferson County building inspector and firefighters with the district inspected the building for state for stability. After the inspection, some of the residents were displaced. No, you think <laughs> you're not going to make them live in the building <laughs> that's got the boulders that came through the side. Oh, my God. Okay, also, not we're turning this into Tragedy Central, but last yesterday, seven people in Iowa were killed by tornadoes. I mean, you know, here we go again. And sad part of this is, guess what's coming up? Tornado season. Yes, it is. I mean, although we've had tornadoes year-round. Remember, there was the one tornado that hit, what was it, New Year's Eve years ago that hit down in uh, Crestwood and, and South County area. Uh, it's gotten to be sort of like a year-round phenomenon now. I mean, not... That was an unusual situation, but um, tornado season is typically when we have all the thunderstorms. You know, it's typically in the spring. It can happen in the summer as well too, but typically in the in the spring. Geez, the tornadoes that came through here last year uh, that uh, you know killed all those people. Unfortunately, over there at the uh, uh, the Amazon building over there in Madison County, it's still hard for me to imagine that's Edwardsville. I can't, you know, because if you know, I you know, I worked, I went to school over there, and. If you know where all those places are, right at the corner of 270 and 111, that's like six miles away from Edwardsville. And now it's supposedly, I guess, Edwardsville annexed all that property. It's like these cities, you know, they're like land grabs. By the way, we've got all sorts of problems in the city of St. Louis. There's problems with crime. There's problems with, you know, theft and murders and shootings. And, you know, the reason they've got those Jersey barriers sitting on 4th Street and Broadway in downtown St. Louis, they got problems with all the drag racers and and the the 12 o'clock boys and things like that. You know what has just been introduced into the, uh, you know, with all the problems in the city of St. Louis, guess what bill has been introduced? What bill? A bill to outlaw sugary drinks on kids' menus in St. Louis. <laughs> like, we don't have enough problems. Isn't that how they've made a living is by serving up s sweet sugary drinks to children who who makes a living doing that mcdonald's well no but the point being if you're a respectable you know respectable parent that's why i'm not a respectable parent i you know my kids all my four kids probably if you buy you know multiply the number of kids meals i bought times four i probably bought ten thousand kids meals in my life probably two thousand i ate myself I ate a kid's meal almost every day, which is a true story. And that is a true story. <laughs> Shelly witnessed me. And, oh, my gosh, yes. And once again, here, should I talk about the Little McFreddy diet? This has been so you far. Should. This has been my easiest diet I've been on. And I have to tell you a funny story. Yesterday, um, well, I won't tell the story.
because somebody will get mad if I tell the story. Anyway, this is the third time I've done this with a, with a website. My first one, you can go check it out, kidsmenuchallenge.com. For like 90 days, or I, it wasn't even that. I was thinking like 45 days. I ate nothing but kids' meals, and I lost 20 pounds. Then last year, on February 1st, I started the fastfoodme.com diet. I lost almost 40 pounds in 90 days eating nothing but fast food. That's all That's I true. ate. McDonald's. And once again, it wasn't just, you know, I'd eat some days. Some days I go in and I'd eat a Big Mac meal. You know, and people, oh, how in the world can you lose weight doing that? Okay. I'm on the Little McFreddy diet. LittleMcFreddy.com. Little, Little Debbie's in the morning. Mick, McDonald's for lunch. Freddy, Freddy's for dinner. Okay. This has been the easiest diet I've been on. I don't, don't have any pi- hunger pains. I it's to the point where it's like, okay, this is to eat. This is, could be true. I eat fairly much. When you go to Freddy's, they give you a pile of French fries. I eat every single one of them. Every single one of them. I've lost. Today is the is actually as I, I started a month ago today, exactly 28 days ago today. I've lost nine and a half pounds. Okay, and once again, I'm not pushing it. This is easy. And, and all I do is I eat a couple little Debbies, but unfortunately, when I get off the air this morning, I have to go buy some little Debbies because I'm out of it. My, I check Uh-oh, what a travesty. Right, I checked my stock this morning. I think, oh my God, all, all, all my boxes in, in my little Debbies milk crate. I have a little, my milk crate, I have my, my little Debbies in. My little of course Debbie, you do. I do. My little Debbies, all the boxes are empty. You. All the, So I got I to gotta throw some of the boxes away because I got like five empty boxes. You'd think I'd throw them away, but you know, I keep them because... I just can't get enough of that little Debbie face. Anyway, so. Okay, perv. So, so anyway, you know, you know, do you know she's an executive for the company now? And she's like 60 years old. Do you know that? She's only 60? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that company has not been around that long. And her grandfather started the company. It's been around my whole life. Well, but you're 42. So what do you say? So, um, okay. Actually, I'm not. But somebody last night who was having the same birthday as myself. Yeah. Um, it was a young girl. She was, um, you know, she was probably 21 Yeah. and, um, wanted her first margarita. But so I'm, I was in the bathroom and I was washing my hands and she comes in and she was washing her hands. And I'm like, is it your birthday? Cause she had a sash on. Right. I'm like, is it your birthday? And she said, no, she said, it is. No, she says, I just wear this sash all the time. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> thought it was like a present, you know, like a, she you was know, Miss America. Right. Yes. Right. Anyway, she goes, it is my birthday. And I go, well, it's my birthday, too. So happy birthday to you. And she said, I never see anybody with my birthday. And I'm like, you know what? I never really do either. And it was just kind of funny. She goes, so are you 30? And I'm like, no, honey, I'm almost 60. (laughs) I'm 58. And she said, oh, I would have never thought that. 40s, maybe, but 30. But See? almost 60? No. See? It's all that clean living, Shelly. All smoking cigarettes and she had drinking five whiskey. Tequila margaritas. Well, you know, you know what you just She was fine. You know what you just reminded me of? What? I need a sash. I'm I'll I'll get you a sash. What do you want it to say? Mr. Westplex. Why why is that funny? Oh, so many reasons. I won won the Mr. Westplex competition. I'm Mr. Westplex. What do you think? What what is the criteria? (laughs) You have to be a stupid idiot and be on the radio. (laughs) I fit both. (laughs) Well, I I know a couple people we could put in for that. (laughs) I won. I won. Anyway, going back to this. Okay, why is it that... 
legislators have to be our nannies, okay? Once again. And you know what the interesting thing about it is? That same person that probably put that that you know that that bill in about not having sugary sodas and stuff like that you, you could only have well, I think they said for kids menus in the city of St. Louis you don't have milk milk and juice and stuff like that okay that same person is probably the person that when they get done with their legislative duties probably goes to the bar and slams down a couple brewskis and you know whiskey chaser and you know and then goes home and chows down on a pizza you know what I mean and 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 probably has hostess cupcakes on the way home yeah, but they've got to run my kid's life. I can't have a, a, I can't have a Pepsi. I can't have a Mountain Dew with my kids. Kids meal. Can't have that. I'll never understand it. You know, and once again, when I tell people, you've been around when I tell people how I lose weight, people don't believe me. No, they don't. They go like, you can't lose weight eating nothing but fast food. Yeah, you can't. I've done this the third time I've done it. Matter of fact, not the third time. It's the third time I've chronicled it. My first time was when I was a young guy. I've told the story before. I graduated from college. I weighed 162. I mean, I graduated from high school. I know that because on my graduation day, I went down to the gym and weighed myself. I don't know why. I remember it's distinctly doing that, that on my graduation day, I went to the gym and I weighed myself. I weighed 162 pounds. Two years later in college, I weighed 310, almost doubled in size. Why? I ate the same amount of food. That was a problem. When I was in high school, I was on, I played sports. I played sports in high school. You were a I was, jock. I was in more. I was not a jock. I was very bad at a sports. A jock no. that watches I, no, Netflix. No, I was. I was. I played sports. I was in marching band, and I worked three nights a week at Steak and Shake, and ran for eight hours, nine hours a night on Saturday and Friday, Saturday. So we worked eight hours on weeknights, and Friday and Saturday we worked nine hours. Okay, and all of a sudden I go to college. I'm eating the same amount of food. And I have a job where I'm sitting in a chair all night long because I'm a police dispatcher. I'm not playing sports anymore. I'm not in the marching band. And I'm not I'm not working out or anything like that. I'm just essentially a college student. All I did was eat, drink, sleep, work, and go to school. That's all I did. That's all I did. And, you know, you sit in class. You sit in class for an hour, two hours. I worked as a police dispatcher. I worked eight-hour shift. Most of the time, I sat. We had to be in our, in our room all the time because we couldn't leave the radios, couldn't leave the phone. Had to be there all the time. Matter of fact, when I had to go to the bathroom, I had to call one of the lieutenants to come in and, and, and monitor the radios when I went across the hall to the bathroom. Anyway, that was my life. So I was a blimp. And, I mean, I once again, I mean, talking about a guy who was like, you know, I was six foot two tall and six foot two wide so you i just, weren't that wide if you were 310 and six foot two i was a big boy i was now, a big i'm sure boy. you were a big boy but you weren't that wide i was a big boy so how did i lose the weight i ate nothing but fast food nothing but fast food that's all i ate they built all a, you always eat well but once again but it was it's portion control i mean and what's so calorie crazy, deficit re- remember 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 the uh what was the Italian restaurant? It was in St. Louis. It's right there. There was one right there next to Costco on um, Veterans Memorial Parkway, right right next to just east of Mid Rivers Mall Drive. What was the? the, the there was a bunch of them. There's one in, uh, at, at Chesterfield Mall out in the parking lot. Um, it was the Italian. Oh, you know what I'm talking um, about? Manucci's it's not or Spaghetti Factory. It's, no, um, Muschetti's or something like that. Anyway, no, it was not. Well, what, what it, was they the had name a, of that? they had a free standalone building. Yeah, I know, but what was the name of the place? I don't know. And okay. Par- I love the one in Chesterfield Valley before they built one out here. No, no, no. It wasn't Chesterfield Valley. It was next to Chesterfield Mall. It was the same one that's, 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 I think the building's still empty. It's right there on, it's on Veterans Memorial Parkway. It's on the same little square piece, big 
square piece of property that Costco's on. Costco's yes, on, yes. But it was um, Minucci's or something. Manichelli's no, it was, or I don't know. It was, was I don't know what it was, okay. but it was something kind of classy. They got in trouble because of the fact that they've listed all the calories on their menus. I thought and, they were supposed to do that. Well, but they did. But let me finish the story. They got in trouble because they listed all the calories on their menus, and some, 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 you know, like investigative reporting dude or something like that bought all the things on the menu, took them to a lab, and almost every last one of them, whatever it said on the menu, you doubled it, and that's how many calories it was. That what they had on the menu was typically a half of what the actual calorie count of the actual food was. So you're going in there going, oh, I'm, I'm watching my weight. Macaroni grill. That's right. Yeah, macaroni grill. Okay. I, yeah, I was right. the, uh, the smartest woman in the world. Right. Okay. Macaroni grill. Okay. So so they got nailed on that because they were not giving the true calorie count. Because people go, oh, I had the so-and-so at macaroni, macaroni grill last night, and it was only 1,800 calories. Yeah, try 4,000. You, know? <laughs> you know, and once again, they got nailed on that. And see, what's interesting about it is the reason that fast food restaurants can be profitable is extreme portion control. When you get a burger, if you if like you go to McDonald's and you took a hundred other burger patties, if you go and bought a hundred burgers and you put them on a real accurate scale, I bet you those hamburgers weigh within like a a tenth of an ounce of each other. I mean, probably maybe even more than that. Same thing with the buns. The buns are exactly proportioned. Now, the only difference is, depending upon who's your fry scooper, sometimes you get Mr. Generous and sometimes you get Mr. Stingy. You know what I'm saying? When you get a scoop yes. of fries, sometimes you get a large, you know, large order of fries at Mickey D's and it's like you got the small one. And sometimes you get the small one at Mickey D's and you get the, you get the large one because they don't fill it up enough. Here's the deal at Freddy's. And you know what? Once again, Freddy's never spent a penny with me. They don't know who I am. They have no idea who I am. I wish they'd send me some money to because I promote their stupid restaurants. They give you gonzo fries. When you, I mean, like you get the basket that the, the, if you eat inside like I do, you get the basket and you get the fries, uh, the hamburgers over on one side. And once again, here's where Steak and Shake screwed up. Steak and Shake got to the point where you had to get one of those. You know when you go to the to the the jeweler and he puts that thing in his eye to look at your diamond. Uh huh. You had to have one of those to see the burger on your hamburger at Steak and Shake. You know, it was like it's like you open up your bun and go, "Where's the burger?" And you had where's to put, the meat? You had to put you had to put <laughs> one of those. That? Yeah, you had to put one of those jewelers loop in your eye. Oh, there it is. You go to Freddy's and the burger is like flapping outside of the bun, right? It's like way outside the bun. So. Steak and Shake used to be like that, but no, they got they got bought out. And first thing they did was they switched French fries, and then they went to Machine Shakes. Everybody went, well, this isn't Steak and Shake. And then they got bought out again. And that goofy dude who's like who looks like like um, looks like um, you know he looks I don't know if you're talking about he looks like Casey Kasem, the guy who was you see his picture if you go to Steak and Shake he's they have a picture Mr. Ego. Hi, I'm the owner of Steak and Shake, and I want to make sure that your meal's just perfect. No, you don't. You're making the burgers to the point where you can't even see them anymore. And the French fries aren't any good. The French fries were like were like limp, you know. Even though they went back to the skinny fries, the French fries to the point where, matter of fact, I saw a movie one night where they were torturing a guy, and they were whipping with whipping him with a steak and shake French fry. It was, it was. So it's funny that you say that <laughs> yes. because you know I used to flash mob. Right. I used to go do flash mobs, and it was a thriller flash mob. Right. And there was a a, a zombie. We all dressed up as zombies. 
and there was a zombie that was a steak and shake worker and she actually had she carried around a, a plate um you know as a prop and it had a real steak burger on it yeah that had been dehydrated yeah and well, fries that, and the and a coke i got news for you. that's the way they come now they're already dehydrated yeah I remember when they used to smash them. Those were the true smash burgers. Well, but see, Steak and Shake started it. And there's a crazy story about the fact that why why does Fre- why is Freddy's able to call them steak burgers? Because Steak and Shake didn't trademark the term. They just made so many stupid mistakes. They and did. Once again, in my day, and you're not that much younger than me. Well, yeah, you're much younger than me. Like you're like thirty years younger than me. Okay. In my day, if my parents were gonna treat us, we went to Steak and Shake. Normally, it was like Mickey D's, or normally it was like some crappy Italian pizza place near us, or, or you know, I don't know, come to think of it, I don't think we ever went there. I'm thinking, I think in my other life, you know, when I, back in the 1800s. But anyway, <laughs> if, if it was a treat, and like back in the day, if you took a, a girl, if you were like dating in high school, and you took a girl out for a date, if you were a cheapskate, you went to McDonald's. If you were like a studly kind of dude, you took your date to Steak and Shake. That's where you went. You went to Steak and Shake. Had to, you ordered steak burgers, and they and you and you got drinks in real glass. Remember that? Yeah. Real glass. And real silverware. Real silverware and a salt and pepper shaker. We used to take. <laughs> we used, did I ever tell you the story? <laughs> no. We used to have drive-outs, and the way it worked was when you were a curb boy. This, I, maybe this is the way it works with waiters and waitresses. I don't know. We would have to – it's not that way anymore because they have credit cards. We were all cash back then. And at the end of the night, we'd have our tickets. We'd have our tickets. You'd have you'd put your number on it, and they'd tally up the number of your tickets. And let's say you had $400, which was what it wasn't unusual. On a good night, some nights I would have three, $400 in cash on me because that's – you know I'd collect all the money from all the people that you know came in. And they would tally up your tickets. And let's say you had $400 on you and you turned in and they tallied up your tickets. And they, I still remember the girl would do it. They had a girl at night, one of the waitresses, that was her job. She'd stay afterwards and we'd sit at the counter when the place was closed. And she'd sit there with the, with the, with the, the, with the 10 button adding machine, whatever they call it. And she'd add up the stuff. And then she'd take the tape from the adding machine and she'd take it and, 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 twist it around and around your tickets and put a big old stapler and she'd hand it to you and you'd say and you'd go like oh my god because you already had to know how much money you had in your pocket you counted your money it's like let's say i had 400 bucks and my tickets came to 360 dollars. i made 40 bucks that night okay so the way it worked is that if you had a drive off if somebody drove off without paying you you ate you paid you essentially paid for their meal because of the fact that it came out of your pocket because you didn't get paid for it guess what company doesn't care they charge, you know, that was $6 worth of food that went out the, you know, that they left without paying. So our one manager, this guy was crazy, Jerry, he decided we're going to cut down on this. So where, um, what did Jerry look like? Big guy, huge guy was like, like, like a mountain of a man made me look small. Okay. Never not. Cause my first boss ever right. was at Steak and Shake. Right. And his name was Jerry. Right. Well, this is, this is Jerry, the curb manager. Okay. And he, this guy was an ex-carney worker, so he didn't take no guff from nobody. And he yeah, got, I don't think my Jerry. He, he was got like that. mad about the fact that we had all these kids that come in, and they'd and they'd sneak the tray off the tr- side of the car, and they'd sneak out of the pl- place without paying. And you know, and you see him drive down the lot. So what he did was he said he wanted each of us. We were supposed to take a salt and pepper shaker. We had more salt than pepper shaker, so we take a salt shaker and we 
drain out. We, you know, we had the screw top. You take out off the top and you'd fill it with rocks. And we keep that in our pocket. And he told us, if you see a guy driving off on you, not paying, throw the salt shaker at his car. And we're going like, what? And he goes, you heard what I said. If the guy's driving off and you know he didn't pay, you have my authority to throw that salt shaker at his car. And he says, aim for a window. True story. I'm not kidding. So we're going like, okay, this is going to be interesting. So like about a second week, we had this policy in action. Once again, not me, one of the guys I work with. Here comes a guy, and the guy is being real brazen. He's driving off the lot with the, with the, the, the tray still on his window. Okay, he's got the tray hanging off the window. So the curb manager says, says, nail that guy. So one of the curb boys reaches in his pocket and launches a salt shaker, which is packed with rocks, goes right through the guy's rear window and shatters the window. And the guy gets out of the car, and he is P-I-S-S-E-D. And he's, like, jumping up and down. So Jerry runs inside, calls the Florissant police. Florissant police come, and they arrest the guy. (laughs) Wow. It was like, and we're all going like, yes, we love this guy. He's our curb manager. He's working. And he he almost got fired over that because when the police came, they asked, how in the world did a salt shaker go through the window of a car? Because it was inside the car. You could see it, it, the salt shaker broke, but it, you know, with the rocks, it went right through the window. And the police are looking at it. Okay, here's the top of the salt. How did salt shaker do this? And well, Jerry says, well, I told my guys that if, if there's somebody driving off that just, you know, put rocks in that salt shaker and just launch it at the car. And it just went right through the guy's window. <laughs> Imagine if you did that now. Would yeah, the, you'd probably be the the, the curd boy would be thrown in jail. The yes. restaurant would be closed down. There'd be picket lines. Yes, you know? yes there would be. <laughs> this, this this restaurant encourages employees to throw rocks at cars. Yeah, right. And you know, you, and the I team from Channel Four would be there. And this particular steak and shake, they 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 had a rule that they were actually allowing their their curb boys to throw salt shakers stuffed with rocks. If you think this is wrong, don't ever eat a steak and shake again. You know what? What? That was when men were men and women were women. Uh huh. And now? Do you, do you feel better? <laughs> I don't. 728. Okay. <laughs>